This is the Oakland Podcast, featuring Morgan Brown and Michael Yu. Welcome to the Oakland Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Michael Yu. And I'm Morgan Brown. And I'm the Podfather. And we are here talking about warm leads. <laughs> yes. Are you guys warm right now? <laughs> I'm feeling, you know what? I'm feeling like a little toasty? bit. You know, like the, the weather's toasty, been, yeah, I'm, toasty. Like, I'm feeling a little bit warm. Well, I'm feeling warm and fuzzy. Being fuzzy. with you guys. Aww, it's, that's it's so nice. nice. It's really nice to do these pods, isn't it? Yeah, it's really it nice. Yeah. I think it challenges me. How? I think you should be challenged in your life every day if you can. This okay. is like a new philosophy I've been having. Is this a weird one thing? No, no. Staying out of your comfort zone. Okay. I think sometimes, you know, you're with your clients all the time. This is challenging because you're just letting it go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? and you're just like just totally... Just open bag. Like yeah. you guys are seeing us here. Yeah. For yeah. all... <laughs> well, if you're not challenging yourself, you're kind of just yeah. existing, right? You're right. just existing. You're just flowing through life. So and, what is uh, something you, know. you want to be challenged with? The next... Mountain for Morgan Brown. I don't know. I feel like I'm just, I don't know. What's your mountain? My mountain right now is this health thing. Yeah, you're still on the health. I'm kick. on this health. Like, I want to really, like, before I turn 40 years old, which is coming pretty soon, October. it's coming in October. What are we doing? 40 is a big time. We should have a big party. I don't like being the center of attention. I know. It's perfect. <laughs> so Challenge like, yourself. Ooh, uh, look at that. Hey, maybe, uh, maybe that's your next challenge. Maybe, why don't we all go away to Whistler? <laughs> Kind of I think Whistler is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. You don't like Whistler? Oh, I love Whistler. That's, that's what, yeah, you speak that's what I always do, do yes. in, in my birthday. I go to Scandinavia. Yeah, it's a yeah. thing. Yeah, I go up to the mountains. It's like, it's off peak season, so it's really inexpensive. Okay, <laughs> then, I have a question for you. So you're saying health. What is so challenging to you about health? Okay. So, you know, for me, when I first got started in real estate, I was actually like really into health and fitness. When I was growing up, I was always a really chubby kid, you know, and I got up to 200, like after high school, I got up to 235 pounds, which is pretty, I'm only five foot nine. I'm not a tall guy. So it's like, that was a pretty heavy weight. And then I really got into going to the YMCA and mm-hmm. I met a lot of cool mentors over there and I started lifting weights and it really helped to boost my confidence. And I actually got down to 175 pounds and I was pretty <gasps> like, I, I could do lots of stuff. I could do like lots of pull-ups and I could do like, I could, I was playing basketball all the time. I got, I never was athletic growing up. I never played sports. And then I got into hockey and I got into like basketball and I started running and yes. and like, I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm actually enjoying this. And it actually, I know that it helped my business. Uh, and then, you know, and I started in real estate and then I gained a whole bunch of weight. So I've kind of been up and down and up and down and up and down. And then now since Sofa's here and I'm like, I need to live a long time. Mm-hmm. And I think I've shared this on the podcast before, Yes, but you know, now I'm all about longevity. I don't care about like big muscles and all the rest of this stuff. I care about like living a long time, having lots of energy mm-hmm. and like, because I used to work out to like destroy my, like, I used to like do all these like, there's these days of like, like squat day. Where oh my just gosh. Do, like, <laughs> like, squat I, day. I would do like, two, like it would be like 200 or 300 pounds and we have to do this 500 reps today. <laughs> like, wow. Or like we just do reps of this Thing. Like I used to work out with football players and stuff like that at the bird coop. 
and they were all on steroids and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, today is pull-up day. We have to do 200 pull-ups. And then like... So that's so that's where... That like Because pain is challenging, right? But you're saying yours is actually just consistency. Now, now yeah. So like, because I right? go up and down, I go up and down. So like, that's something that is a big challenge for me this year. That's really what I'm focusing my my year on. A challenge. Yeah. And is there a, is there a target? Yeah, I want to get to 180 pounds. Okay. I want to be 15%... Body, body fat. fat. I want. How do you find that out? Uh, I have a scale that has it. Hey, I'm gonna yeah. come over and try. Yeah, it. <laughs> I don't think it's very accurate. The most accurate is this. There's this thing that you can you like go naked into this like water and they scan you head to toe. That's cool. And then it kind of shows your body fat percentage. Like yeah. You, and but then I'm like I don't want to get scanned. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't want like some weird machine like X-raying me. So like I just was like yeah I'll just do this like. Uh, scale thing. I don't. I think they count your electrolytes. I don't know. So there's, <laughs> there's that 15% body fat. Yes. I want to be able to do 10 pull-ups. That's like hard. Pull-ups mm -hmm. like without, I'm using a band right now, but just to do 10 pull-ups. You know, I had my foot and ankle issues. So I yes. want to be able to run again. So I want to <sighs> run for 30 minutes straight without stopping, which I haven't been able to do for a long time. Yes. So, uh, and I and I enjoy running a lot. So you used yeah. to run marathons when I first met yeah, you. Yeah. You was running half marathons. marathons. Oh. Half, half, half. But those were like intense. That's a lot. That's... How are you challenging yourself? Well, I was gonna say the same thing. I'm trying to get on the Peloton and I got into like a yes. really good rhythm. Uh, rhythm with the Peloton and working out every single day because I also would like to be able to like you know, be able to hang out with my kids and not get exhausted and like stuff like that. And then, uh, yeah, I recently hurt my knee skiing. And so I can't go on the Peloton basically till the end of the ski season. So I feel you, brother. Uh, four, five, five, six weeks, I think my physio guy said. So I'm like, what do I, you know, what do I do? And so I'm looking into like the other Peloton classes now, like yeah. I've done a couple boxing classes yeah. and like That's stuff cool. like that. Yeah, so because yeah. you can still do that stuff, but he's been going on like little retreat ones where you yeah, just... I've been doing the scenic ride. Yeah, oh yeah, that. that's, that's what I'm gonna idea. do. That's what my physio that's said. A good yeah. idea. Say, go on the scenic ride and like keep the the resistance really low yeah, and just kind of the... build yourself up. Exactly. That's yeah. what I've been doing. I've been doing low and slow. There's this um, other podcast called the. Huberman Lab, which is a good, really good podcast. Right. Huberman Lab, and there's one called uh, The Drive. Uh, Dr. Peter Attia. I sent them to Sean. Oh. And he talks <laughs> about um, like zone two training, a certain like cardiovascular zone that you want to try to get into that will help you to with heart and lung function. That's great. Um, yeah. So that, That's great. When your heart and lung are healthy, you're going to have more energy. Yes. So, like, I'm like, I want more energy. <laughs> I know. So, yeah. Because you really feel it like kind of don't to say this, but like as you get older, it starts, to, especially when you have kids, it's like Quinn's running around everywhere and then Lennon's running around everywhere. Yeah. You feel like you're just like, oh my gosh, so exhausting. Yeah. But you should be enjoying those moments. Yeah, totally. Like my exactly. goal is that I see, I see this girl, what's her name? Lynn Judd Apatow's wife. What's her name? Mrs. Apatow? No. <laughs> <laughs> Madame <Wife>. Apatow. <laughs> Her. Oh, she's funny. She's, she's really so funny. funny. Um, What's her name? Lynn. Oh, Leslie Mann. Leslie Mann. Oh, so okay, I see yeah. her. She's funny, and she's actually mm -hmm. quite like. I find her like. What? I find her attractive. She's actually. very. Yeah, she's, she's fifty very... years old. She's gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, she's like well cast. She's literally my like <laughs> golden <laughs> egg. Like I, I watch her, and I'm like, she's like exactly what I want to be like. But you know why? Because she's 
working out with her daughters and she's like, you know, she's running with her daughters. She's going on trips with her daughters. And like, I'm like thinking my kids, I'm like, oh, I want to be like, keep up with them Mm -hmm. when they're teenagers. You know what I mean? Like I, when they're on the bike and they're running, I want to run next to them. Right. So that's kind of cool that everyone's in that kind of train. But I think for me, it's like- She really married down. What? (laughs) The best. Judd Apatow, like personality wise, I think he's probably very high. He's a 15 out of 20. Looks? Sorry, 20 out of 50. Looks wise? But sometimes it's not about the looks. <laughs> huh? Sometimes it's not about the looks. It's about the intelligent. Thank God. It's, <laughs> it's an intellectual capacity for both of them. Thank right? God. <laughs> but her favorite, I watched, because her skin is just incredible and she uses like the most drugstore product ever. Like mm. a very like oh, cocoa a... butter, like <laughs> drugstore. It's so funny. But her biggest thing is drinking water, which is the big thing. Drinking a lot of water all the time. Anyways, my challenge is just actually to grow mentally and to have a little bit more patience with myself and everyone else around me. Because I think if I do that, I'll talk slower and I'll... Why, are you not a very patient person in general? No, I'm not a patient person. I, I wouldn't say I'm like a super patient person, but I think it's just good to reflect on what this world is supposed to be for me. I think that's that's where I'm in my place right now. I'm, I'm in that mental state, if you haven't noticed, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that I'm like really in like high reflection. And it's because I, for the last year, I've had Lennon and our businesses and everything that I was just like, it's all go, together. Go, go. Mm-hmm. So lately I've had a little bit of time to breathe and just like sit with my thoughts and th- sit with what's important, sit what's what the next vision is going to be for the next 20 years. And I think that's really challenging for someone that's, trying to also be in the moment all the time, right? So, I don't know. That's my challenge. You have a challenge, <laughs> Brayden? A challenge? Yeah. My biggest challenge, well, aside from just like overall health stuff, is is trying to be as good of a dad as I can to my kids. And that does involve... The biggest challenge for me is, like you said, being patient. Um, mm-hmm. It's kids really, really really try your patience. Like yeah. yeah. It, Especially when they're like three. Oh my God. It's so, <laughs> I can't even so look at you right hard now. <laughs> to not like, to not, just to not like raise your voice at all or like when they're, you know, doing things to specifically to like, to you get know, t- get your get attention. Get your attention, yeah. right? So yeah. that's a big challenge for me right now. And I am... I think they're testing pretty good the boundaries. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Because then you have to teach them, right? So perspective shift. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like, if they weren't testing the boundaries. You'd be really worried. Wouldn't you? You'd be really uh, happy. Yeah, really? I'd be pretty calm. I would be worried. Um, I would be worried if my kids weren't testing the boundaries to like see how much they could, you know, how far they could go, what they're But some explore. kids are like that. Some kids are just not testing tech yeah, people. Yeah, some, some people aren't. Some, some people, kids are just yeah, not. Some people aren't. But, but some I'd kind of be like, like, want my kid to kind of be like a little bit like. Edgy. You want a shit disturber as well. <laughs> well, I would want them to like, how do you put this? I want them to experience a full and really less less of a controlling, yeah, full like adventurous life, you know. And then I and that requires you to push boundaries, you know. And I think mm-hmm. that's you, true. You've pushed boundaries in your life. You mm-hmm. push boundaries in your I life. I think that these boundaries are different because he goes to me. <laughs> he's like, "Mommy, do you think you like jelly beans?" I was like, "Yeah, babe, I like <laughs> jelly beans." It's like, "Do you think I like jelly beans, mommy?" Yes, I think you like jelly beans. Do you think I can have a jelly bean? <laughs> <laughs> so you're just gaming me. I'm like, you're gaming me right now. And I'm like, fine. <laughs> you know, no. And I'm like, well, no. And then I'm like, we can have a jelly bean after we go on a walk. Because I always take yeah. Mike's heads on. Let's go for a walk. 
And then mm-hmm. he's like, I don't want to go on a walk. Then he goes to my daddy, daddy, dad, dad, can I have a jelly bean? And Sean's like, no, your mommy said like, you know, cause it's hard when you have two people, yeah. right? And I always rule. I'm like, whatever I'm saying, is happening right here. And wow, because you're going to have to. No, you have to because if you don't, that's what happens. They play both of the kit, the parents, yeah. off on you. And then daddy's like, no, mommy said already you can't. So if, he, if Sean said, yes, you can have a jelly bean, I'd be like, he said yes, then you, you have to agree with whoever said it first, right? Like you mm-hmm. can't go back yeah, you on want it. that consistency, You want the consistency right? or else it's yeah. not a team. Yeah. yeah. You know, like it's very funny. But anyways, yeah. that's the testing the boundary situation. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's fine that it happens, but does it have to be all, all the, the time? time? <laughs> yeah. Does it have to have yeah. 24 hours a day? Yeah. yeah. Daddy, don't turn off that light, mommy. Turn on that light. It's like, no. <laughs> I'm getting you a... I got him like a... A clapper? That would be fine. A night bright. You know What's those a night, night bright? What's a night bright? It's like, you know, like light bright night brights. I always want... Like, uh, mm. you ever those commercials for the clapper? Clap on, clap off. The clapper. <laughs> remember that? Yeah. I don't know if I remember that. I used to watch like so much late night TV. Yeah, why are you? Yeah, you couple, really did. A couple reasons. Okay, so there were more TVs in my house. Like we didn't talk very much in my house actually like growing talking? up. Talking? Talking. We never talked. That explains Nobody talked. so much. <laughs> <laughs> but we had TVs in every room. And like my So parents, that was a source of entertainment for everyone. TV and was it the everyone holy else. grail of the U household. And TV was always on. Even at our dinner table, we would watch TV. And like, it was always on and there was a TV in every room. Yes. What was on? I don't know. Anything. 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 Didn't even matter. Okay. My parents, even when I was a kid, would fall asleep with the TV on. Yeah. Arlene's family sounds very similar to... Because they have TV on. They have TV on all the time. time. And like, we would grow up with a TV on nonstop. We would sleep with the TV on. Like even as, as a, yeah. even, I remember being in the crib with my brother, like changing, like my parents were asleep and I, we'd prank them by changing the channels on the TV. <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. <laughs> I'm like, that's like one of my earliest memories. Like it's so, so like funny. all these Does late Does it calm night- you? Hmm? When you listen, when you have now, TV I'm you? like traumatized completely. So like now, like that's no why I TV. don't watch TV and I don't watch anything. I don't like screens. I'm like I'm a, on on the other side yeah, you're of the like, spectrum. That's I'm like too Ugh. much. No, yeah. too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not and calming. It actually no, it actually like you. to me now. I'm like very. I can seep into that very easily. And now that I kind of I'm a bit self aware. I know that of myself. So I kind of like. Not, Was it soothing it to them? It must have been soothing to your parents. Honestly, I think I think that they had <laughs> I think they had problems and they're just trying to distract themselves from their problems. That's what I think. Because you can't really still be in the moment with you it. You can't be in the moment. Like we never had I never had a heart like 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 I saw you and your brother. What? Saw you and your brother <laughs> the other day and you guys embraced. You hugged like a deep long hug. And I was like, I've Aww. never done that with anyone in my family. Ever. You've done that with me. Yeah, I've hugged you for like a good minute. No. When? Yes, I have. I hugged you for a good minute. When? I don't remember, but it was it happened. Maybe on my wedding. Yeah, on my yeah, wedding. On your wedding yeah, I yeah, hugged yeah. you and I yeah. but I would say you're right. But we're very like huggy family. Yeah. So mm. like and I was like, this is we're Filipino. I was like looking, I was like, why are you guys hugging for so long? I was like, you guys are like squealing. It's just giving <laughs> I love like, my brother so much. Yeah, I was it's like, actually to a point of like I'll do anything for that kid. 
it's terrible. <laughs> Why is that terrible? Because it's like he That's... gets away with murder because he's my younger brother. So it's like you and Arlene. It's like you and Arlene. Oh. You take advantage of Arlene all the time. <laughs> no, I don't. Yes, you do. Okay, look. Oh How did her life turn out? Okay. <laughs> Let's ask. I don't think that was oh, the question. That was I don't take advantage oh, of her. Oh my God. You are like to number take advantage of Arlene. I feel bad for her sometimes. Like she, he's like, oh, Arlene, uh, I have like a million things going on. Can you do this? This, this, this? Like, okay, That's not taking advantage. Sure. We're a team. No, that's an advantage. We've been working together for so long. You know how long we've been working together for? 16 years. More than 16 years. 20 years. I used to work for Arlene. How'd that As turn out? The dish dude. As the dish dude. You never worked for her. I did work for her. She was, she the, was manager. the manager. She was the manager. She never owned the company. She never owned the company, but she was the man. She was the man. You really didn't she work for her. She was the chef. I was the dishwasher. She's like, peel these potatoes, dude. <laughs> what? So this is payback. <laughs> no, it's not payback. It's, okay, we were going to talk about warm leads. Teamwork. <laughs> okay. And speaking of uh, kitchens, they're warm. <laughs> and up next, oh. we're going to talk about warm Lead conversion. Yes, I love it. Thank you for listening to the Oakwind Podcast. Guys, if you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate it 5 out of 5 on the podcast platform you're listening to it on. And if you are thinking about learning more about Oakwind, if you're an agent from another office, what do we do? You go to oakwind.com slash join and put in that message box, Evolve 2022. And one of our amazing leadership team will reach out to you to book an appointment to say hello. Thanks so much for joining the Oakwind. And Open. you'll get a free piece of mystery swag. Oh yeah, the swag. Yeah. That's Don't a big deal, man. Stuff. We're buying your love. <laughs> <laughs> Just like you Morgan's son, we buy the love. <laughs> That's it. Okay, listen. Okay. Rapport. <laughs> okay. Thanks, guys, for listening. Okay, okay. Okay, welcome back, guys. Uh, warm leads. What's a warm lead? What's a warm lead? Okay. It's your sphere of influence yeah. or it's a referral. So a warm lead is a sphere of influence referral. So someone that you've known from you know, as a friend from years yeah. uh, of knowing each other. It could be from a different industry. I mm -hmm. I have a, an agent that's starting new and they were formerly a flight attendant. So one of the things that we're doing to prepare for the transition to being mm. in real estate is they're gathering all their contacts. People they know. People they know. Came at, in contact yeah, with. Yeah, at WestJet, they're getting all their leads together so that they'll be able to transition smoothly. So these are people you know from school, from past working experiences, from social life stuff. And yeah, so it's warm. So warm this leads. is really interesting because one of my team members, Donovan, he came from a different background. He, okay. one of the biggest things was, let's go ahead and let's get your database together from where you worked. Mm -hmm. And we start to, what I call, farm these warm leads. Right. I don't know why. And he just picked up oh, okay. a client okay. who's, person from his previous working past, like mm. history. Wait, why were you No, saying? I was just going to say something dumb. I don't want to say what? it anymore. <laughs> I don't want to say it anymore. Say it. No, I don't want to okay, say bye. it anymore. So <laughs> the first thing, he asked me, what is the first thing? Because I think you get a little nervous even because you know that lead a little bit more, yeah. like on a personal yeah, level. Yeah. What is the first thing you're going to do? And the first thing you're going to do is build that rapport again. Mm -hmm. A new rapport, a brand yeah. new rapport yeah. with them. Something that is going to take you away from what they knew you before to you now being in a realtor position. Yeah, that's exactly right. So you want to obviously, you know, be able to connect with them. And mm -hmm. and rapport is, is very important. It's obviously building trust and kind of, let's say, for example, you're transitioning from one career to the next. Yeah. People might have their wall up around you a little bit because they've, you know, you're at a different thing, stage of life. You're doing a different business. So yeah. we really need to kind of 
bring that that wall down to build that rapport with introducing yourself, reintroducing yourself to your, to your friends and family and past coworkers from being a flight pilot, attendant, flight attendant, yeah. to being a realtor. Yes, to being a real estate professional. And yeah. so what you're going to do with that rapport is you're just going to really get to know them, get to know their story, get to yeah. know their goals, get to know what their family's uh, main mission is. And yeah. I think from there you really will kind of put them into a place where you know, okay, this person's kind of in this part of their journey. Where do I fit in on it? So asking a lot of questions. I think another one is don't assume that you have the business right away. It's yeah. all about prep, guys. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So prepping yourself to to take a second and say, okay, like for instance, Donovan, this person who called, the first thing was, okay, I know him, but I need to know the product. I need to know what they're looking for. I need yeah. to know what what this value of this commercial home is, yeah. right? So you don't want to, you know, be, just because they might be your cousin, they yeah. might be a friend, doesn't guarantee you the business 100%. Like, I've don't had, assume it. Don't assume. I've had lots of my personal friends and family not use me as their realtor, yeah. which is kind of like... You know, you're right. It's, it's yeah. like you don't want to assume that they are, that business is going to come to you. Exactly. So you need to demonstrate value. You need to do everything mm -hmm. correctly. So I know a lot of people that have this laissez-faire attitude, you know, yeah. like, hey, I'm meeting a friend. Like, of course, I'm going to be able to list their yes, property. Exactly. And I've been on the other end of the spectrum where I was the professional. And yeah. then there... So one of my first clients, his sister was a realtor. Right. And we both competed for his listing and I won the listing. And his sister was a realtor that wasn't even going to charge him commission. Yeah. And like, but he's just decided, he said, I, I know you're going to do asset. a better job. You know, she didn't, she sold this to us and didn't read the strata documents. And the reason why we're selling is because she didn't read the strata documents. Yes. And so like, you know, I didn't want to use her again, even though I have to pay you. And I was like, Okay. But also, like, I think <laughs> one of the big things is immediately when I hear it, people say, oh, well, they're a friend. They're going to use me. Okay, well, have you asked that question yet? Have you said to that person, hey, so are you, I know you have, you want to list your property. Thanks for inviting me to, like, to come and do the CMA for you. Are you actually speaking to anybody else? Ask that question. Because I think a lot of people forget that they might be speaking to four or five other right. people. So yeah. prepping for that is super important. Totally. And that is that is absolutely key because you don't want to just assume that, you know, the, the business is going to be yours just because mm -hmm. it's your uncle. Like you have no. to demonstrate value. You have to prove that you're the best person for the job. And, you know, and that's, that's really important. That's really important. And then fourth, you're going to basically book an appointment. Yeah. So whenever you do meet with a friend or a colleague and they say, hey, you know what? I'm thinking actually maybe buying this new investment property. Take that as like an opportunity for you. Yeah. So don't do anything too different from your normal practice. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, for example, we're like, oh, it's a friend of mine. I'll just send him some listings yeah. and tell him to go on right. his own. Like, you know. Treat it like a business treat transaction. It like a, yes. Yeah. Treat it like, you know, real professional. Mm -hmm. Okay. Book the appointment for them. Sit down. Give them all. Like, don't assume that they know everything about buying or selling just because you want to be informative. You want to kind of guide them through the process. Um, so they feel that you're really doing a, a great job. I've worked with some of my closest friends and I just tell them out of the, like, you know, build some rapport with them. I tell them out of the bat, you know, yeah. when I'm your agent, I'm going to yes. do it like I'm your doctor. If I was your doctor, yeah, I would have no emotion and do it correctly and, and professionally. And they actually really appreciated that. They were like, that's awesome. And they're like, I've never seen this side of you. You're normally just such a weird guy that no one really <laughs> liked so much. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, thanks. But like, they're like, but you're a good realtor. 
I've only uh, ever gone to matinee movies <laughs> with you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you snuck that yeah. popcorn in. <laughs> yeah. So. I think you need to always just make sure you bring your best game to whether it's a warm lead, a cold lead, it's it's a professional and it's your business. So right. making sure that they value you as a professional. And then the last thing is obviously follow up, follow back, right? Yeah. So making sure you follow up, follow through, as we mentioned with the cold leads, it's all about that follow through. It's never going to be just a one-stop shop. You have to make sure that you build that relationship to get that business. Yeah. So we did a, um, so Ryan Serhant did a really Mm -hmm. cool uh, talk with us and he gave us, he introduced this concept called following back. Mm -hmm. So everyone knows what follow up is. That's following up with things you're going to do following up with, you know, clients to make check in with them to make sure they're okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Following through is obviously you say you're going to do something to do it. Following back is something that's really imperative when we talk about warm prospecting, which is previous clients, people that you've worked with in the past, people that have interviewed you and not given you the business, follow mm-hmm. back with them and see, check in with them, see how they're doing. Yes. You know, whether that's annually or quarterly or biannually, checking in with them to make sure that they're okay in their properties. Are they interested in learning more about um, new regulations that are coming up or offering your services, offering different opportunities, offering different information? Yes. And yeah, so you want to do that on a regular basis. So that's following back, which is a huge part of warm prospecting and lead warm lead conversion is going back to your past clients, looking at them, giving them a call, meeting up with them for coffee. Like I'm going to the driving range. Say hello. One of them. Yeah appreciate yeah. them, which is really yeah, important. Appreciate them, appreciate for, sure. them. Yeah, appreciate for them to, to come together and to be loyal because yeah. that takes time. Well, that is it, guys. So yeah. to, to get success in that warm lead category, you're going to want to define who that that lead is, build that rapport. Don't Do not assume that anyone is there to just give it to you and make sure to prep, book an appointment and follow back. And on that note, guys, thanks so much for listening to the Oakland Podcast. If you've enjoyed our podcast, rate us five out of five on the podcast platform you're listening to it on. And if you're interested in learning more about Oakland, what do we do? We go to oakland.com slash join and go into that message box, Evolve 2022, to get a mystery swag piece and to hear from one of Oakland representatives. Okay, till next time, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks, guys.